Hey coaches, welcome to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm Nicole, your host, and I help you sell out your coaching practice through the power of social media. In less than one year, I became a full-time coach with no prior experience, certifications, or a massive following on social media. I'm here to help coaches like you build the business and life of your dreams while blazing a trail and making an impact in the world without making it all so complicated. Whether you are a new, aspiring, or seasoned coach, this is the show for you. Hello, hello, I'm back for a couch conversation. I haven't done one of these in a long, long time. And I'm coming to you right now from the middle of my quarantine period. I currently have COVID-19. I have dodged the Rona many times and it has finally caught me. So luckily though, I've been vaccinated. I've gotten all three doses um, and it actually hasn't been too bad. The worst part about catching the virus is literally I can't taste or smell anything it genuinely makes me so sad. Last night I was eating dumplings. Uh, My friends had sent over a care package and then they sent over some dumplings as well. I was eating it and you know me, I track my calories. Um, And man, I was like, I was dipping the dumpling in soy sauce and I couldn't even taste it. And I was like, it's not even worth the sodium to dip my dumpling in it. So I just like ate it without the soy sauce. And then I started eating Maltesers. I was just really snackish last night. I was eating Maltesers and then I was like so disappointed that I couldn't taste the flavor because they were these really delicious butter butter popcorn flavored Maltesers that are they're limited edition they're they've just come out they're amazing and I couldn't even taste it and I was like it's not worth wasting eating this because I can't even enjoy it (laughs) and you know me I love my food (laughs) so yeah anyways um that's me and the update on COVID but I'm basically going to be in quarantine for another few days and then I should be good to get out. But all in all, I actually haven't had too many symptoms and I just feel like it's such a blessing that I've been able to travel like multiple times internationally and on domestic trips and staycations within Sydney. And the virus hasn't caught up to me up until now. And it's great because I literally don't have anything planned. I didn't need to be anywhere and it it just fell in the perfect timing so i feel super blessed so anyway i wanted to share a few uh lessons that i've been uncovering in the last few months um and also because i just haven't sat down and talked to you guys casually in a hot minute so i have six things here and i'm gonna go on mad tangents but that's okay all right um, so the first thing and the most important thing, the, the most prominent thing on my mind right now is literally this revelation that came to me while I was in quarantine. This was just two nights ago. I couldn't go to bed and I just was in this flow state where I'd started off journaling and then journaling led to listening to a specific song and then it led to me going on YouTube to watch the video clip of that specific song and then it led to uh, a preaching that I came across and then I watched that and it just it was like the floodgates of heaven opened and I just had so much clarity for what I am doing 
in the world as a coach and specifically what my program coaches accelerated is here to do if um if you've been aware of like where I've been going and where my intentions have been the last six months you'll know that I've been very much in that um balance between enjoying life experiencing pleasure having flow and also balancing it with masculine structures and um having having processes for everything so that I can grow my business sustainably and so that I can take breaks without needing to worry about it all imploding so I've been in this balance of like giving myself pleasure rest luxury and I've just been exploring that alongside building my business and still being able to make lots of money as a coach and with coaches accelerated I've been feeling like something has been missing and it's not that the program and what I teach isn't foolproof, it 100% is, it's a business program that works, um, but I felt like there was just a uh, some part of me that was missing from it, and I realized a few nights ago that what that was, was the human element. What I teach in Coaches Accelerated is very much um, strategic, how to Uh, market organically how to attract your best clients and then how to close them on sales calls and all of the like but what I haven't really allowed myself to go into is the human element of believing in yourself having your own back giving yourself rest um, allowing moments of flow to happen leaning into your intuition and these are like things that I personally have been exploring and I realized like it only makes sense that I didn't feel like I could teach that because I was still working through it. Guys, it's taken me six months to intentionally peel back the layers of conditioning around fear, scarcity, hustle, always needing to be on, always wanting to be productive, feeling guilty when I'm resting, not giving myself um, acknowledgement, like validation, seeking that from metrics, seeking it from money, finding safety in, in how much is in my bank account, like all of these things I've been intentional with peeling back the layers on and uncoupling in the last six months. But really, this work has been happening since I started my business from like two and a half years ago. Um, But I want to acknowledge it because I think the reason why I never... I never felt like Coaches Accelerated was fully complete yet was because this is the missing piece. And so coming back to that revelation, I realized that rest truly is the secret sauce to your success. And I mean monetary success, I mean emotional health, emotional wealth, mental well-being, abundance, like everything that you want to define as success, rest is the key to it. I've uncovered that like the best ideas that we have, the best decisions we make always come from a a, a state or a, a position in which our soul is at rest, where it is content. And I thought about like all the good things that have happened to me in my life and in my business as well. And it's a principle that holds true. When I was looking for, uh, sorry, when I had found my partner, Jose, I actually wasn't looking for a partner. I actually wasn't looking to meet the love of my life. I was in a season where I was genuinely content with who I was. I wasn't trying to impress anybody. I just genuinely loved my life and I was so at peace. 
And then I found the love of my life, right? Same thing with sales and and attracting your best clients. I found that your best clients, they come to you. They don't need you to chase them or to look for them or to seek them out. Like these are just lies that we're told in the industry and we're taught these toxic masculine marketing strategies to try coerce people into a yes to manipulate them to to working with us when these aren't really our highest quality clients anyway and i've thought about all the times that i've been releasing of a sale and i've just been like more willing to um to serve and to give of value and to love on the person in front of me on the sales call and the person says yes anytime that i've been releasing and and allowing for anything to happen things flow better and i realize as well that when we are rested right we are actually able to accept anything that happens as good when we're not, often what we're doing is we're in performance, we're in productivity, we're trying to earn our rest, we're trying to validate ourselves. I had this theory that like entrepreneurs are people who are seeking validation and acknowledgement and praise through accomplishment because maybe we didn't get it when we were younger or when we needed it most. And now we're channeling into our businesses and our pursuit of passion when like those are things that we actually need to have and access outside of our businesses because when we put our businesses under that pressure and we put the expectation on our businesses and our clients and money to create validation and safety for us of course it's going to implode and it's going to be a horrible experience and so I realized that Coaches Accelerated, its motto has always been slow down so you can speed up. But I never thought of it to be that this is like literally what I meant. Like that in order for our businesses to grow, yes, we need to be doing the right things and to be minimizing the things we're doing so that we can do the things we have to be doing well. But it's also this balance of being able to hold it alongside peace, trust, allowing, patience, compassion for self, grace, acknowledgement, validation. Like these are things that our human need, our human soul needs. And I think that we as coaches in the world are not taught this. And this is what Coaches Accelerated is here to fill the gap in. And it hit me like a few nights ago that like this is why I exist in the world. This is something that I personally have struggled with for a very long time. And I know I'm always going to be working through it and tr- and getting better at it. But this is something that I really, really, truly believe like is what's missing in the coaching industry, specifically the business coaching industry. I, I'm going to teach you like all the things for like strategically and structurally to build a profitable coaching business, but I'm also going to teach you what a lot of people don't, how to allow yourself to have yourself to have fun along the way, how to enjoy your wins and how to celebrate ahead of time, how to be purposeful when you pause, how to be intentional with limiting certain things in your life so you can have a more abundant life, right? I'm going to teach you how to use rest 
to your advantage. And it's going to be so counterintuitive, so countercultural, because nobody preaches this. Nobody's going to tell you that rest is going to make you more money or that allowing yourself to be at ease is what's going to get the clients coming and, and all the money flowing. Like These are countercultural and counterintuitive. So this is the work that I'm going to be doing and I'm going to be building my program and refining it and, and, and shifting my message little by little to encapsulate this vision that I have. But I just wanted to share that with you guys. Like This is freaking huge. And this... And this is what I'm here for. I, I feel it in my bones and I'm so excited to to deliver this to you guys. So stay tuned for it. And and I'm so excited to be sharing with this with you for the first time on this episode specifically. But ultimately this came out of me resting. I was in the middle of like my quarantine period. I had COVID. I was at home. I mean, I work from home anyway, so not much in my routine really changed, but my mindset was different. I was like, I'm not doing any work for the week. Like my mindset was very much rested and I was allowing for my best ideas to come when they needed to come. And I wasn't pushing myself to get up and work. Like it was just this flow and ease and allowance for whatever is going to happen will happen. We're just in this and we just got to stick through it. And that actually allowed for this to come through. And I was also attentive and listening to where I was being led. So I was journaling. I felt the need to listen to a song and then that song led me to a video. So like these are things that I can't script at all and it just happens when you're in this attentive aware state not trying to push anything but just being listening and then following and I want to encourage you to do the same because what happened for me in the revelation I have for my business and where I want to take it and I know this is going to be my million dollar idea I know that this is what brings my business into the millions into the seven figure mark I just know it and I have peace about it. This is available for you every single day and I want you to have this experience in your own unique way. Okay, the second thing I wanted to share with you guys that's been happening lately is the thought that I've been having. It's that there is always a way. During this past few months, I've had many moments where I didn't know where money was going to come from. I had bills due, invoices waiting to be paid, team members waiting to be paid, and clients hadn't paid in time. And I was strapped for cash. I didn't have anything. And so um, I usually, you probably heard me talk about this, usually I would go and find another way to make money. Like I would sell a piece of furniture or I don't know, like, do some extra work and get some extra cash. Now, something I've been working through recently is that I don't that I need to trust that how I did it how I did things to get to where I am isn't necessarily what I need to be doing to get to where I want to be. And so I've been challenging and playing around with that thought and when I was strapped for cash I was like okay so do I sell more furniture or do I just do I go with that challenge and and allow for another way for money to come because I realized that like me selling furniture is a really bold move and it shows how much I believe in what in what I'm doing that I'm willing to do anything but 
did I want to be selling furniture for the rest of my life? No, I wanted to access that. You know when people say like money can come to you from anywhere and like let money come to you, like just like all of these things that people teach. I've been trying to practice more of that and gosh, it's hard. <laughs> but this is how I've been doing it. When I'm tempted to get another job or to... um to sell more furniture, I think to myself, okay, how I did it before is not how I want to continue doing it. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep doing what we're doing already. So we're going to keep showing up, keep giving value, keep making offers and booking consult calls and the money will just come when it needs to come. And even if I can't pay the bills on time, all right, because this is something that my brain really catastrophizes. Is that a word? But it really like makes a big deal out of deadlines and things not being paid on time. It thinks that everything's going to explode on that day if I can't pay it. When really all I need to do is tell my brain like nothing is going to happen, right? Like on the day that I can't pay my bills, what if like I just said, hey, I can't pay my bills today. Can I get an extension, right? Like I'm allowed to do those things. The other part of my brain goes do you really want a track record of, of telling people you need extensions? And I think that that's just coming from ego, right? This idea that like it's bad to be in debt. There, It means something about you if you can't pay your bills on time. When really like it doesn't at all, right? Everything happens in its own time. And, and in fact, bills have always eventually been paid. Like I've always eventually had the like a client sign on or someone paid through on time and just like the everything is conspiring to work for me not against me and a lot of you guys are walking around in the world telling yourself that the world is out to get you that everything is conspiring against you you know you're walking around like fml like stuff the world i don't swear as you could tell <laughs> but you know and this is and this is what's creating your experience of life. When you can, you have equal choice, as much as I do, to walk around in the world and say, you know what, bad things happen all the time, but they're not happening towards me. Bad things happen in the world, and so do good things, right? Like, why would I walk, why would you choose to walk around in the world saying like, everything's out to get you, everything's always against you, when you can create your experience, you have the choice to say, everything happens for me, there's always a way for things to work out, everything that happens is supposed to happen for my good, whatever happens, I will be okay, and those are just some thoughts that you could choose every day, and I invite you to choose them for yourself, because I promise when you do, you will change the experience of life that you have. By the way, it's crossed my mind. I've just come out of the shower and it's crossed my mind one more time to go and start a separate podcast. I know this is so random, but I want to share it with you guys because I just have this inkling that I'm supposed to. And I didn't really like one of the reasons why I didn't start it the first time it crossed my mind was because I was like, there's going to be too much to handle. I already have like two podcasts. I have this one. I have my private one for my students. Like why start another one? People are sick of your voice. <laughs> like, who wants to listen to, you, listen to you that much? And I just, 
I just left it. I, I gave myself so many excuses and I just left it. And it's come up a few times. Um, and while I was in the shower just then, I had the thought, why don't you call it shower thoughts? Because I freaking have the best ideas when I'm in the shower. I kid you not. I wish there were like waterproof notepads that I could bring with me into the shower. Actually, I have shower-like thoughts when I'm in the gym, when I'm driving home, like just at random moments. I think I did an episode on this called Why Brilliant Ideas Come to You in the Shower, but that is the premise of why I want to start this podcast. But anyway, the podcast I wanted to do is actually not going to be a business one. It's going to be a life coaching one where I actually just share thoughts about life, like envy, jealousy, like human emotions that I experience and obviously tell you guys a little bit more about my life and what I experience and how I move through things, how I think about things. And I found that like, you know, if anything, if anyone was going to listen to it, it's probably because they think that the way I see the world is interesting and is different. They like the way I process information. And I even asked Jose, my partner, I asked him one day, like if, if I were to write a book on something, another random tangent guys I plan to write a book one day but I asked him if I were to write a book on something like what would you trust me to speak on like when you look at my life and you look at me as a person or what do you feel like you would trust me to to speak on to tell you things about and you would just take my word for it and he was like you know what I think it's like the ability to make decisions and to trust your own decisions and that guys that really surprised me like I really thought he was gonna say like marketing or something because I mean everyone knows me as the girl who uses Instagram like all my family and friends are like oh you're the girl who's a coach on Instagram right they don't even know what I do but they just know that right but when he said that I really thought about it and I was like huh maybe I do see the world differently maybe I do have a way of articulating perspective differently Maybe I do have an amazing way to talk about a different way of seeing your problems that makes them feel more doable. And I just, I was just like, huh, I have more to offer the world than just marketing and selling. So if you see a podcast named Shower Thoughts hosted by Nicole Conception, go and follow it. I can't say when it's going to be released or when it's going to happen, but keep your eye out for it. Follow me on Instagram. You'll see all the updates there. But I actually haven't said this to anybody or even talked about it on Instagram. I will be eventually separating my current Instagram page and creating a separate one for my coaching and a separate one for just my personal brand. And this podcast is likely going to fall under, I mean, the Shower Thoughts podcast is likely going to fall under that. Also, I'm not committed to the name, but I am liking it right now. (laughs) Okay, moving on, moving on. All right, the third revelation I wanted to share with you guys is to go and enjoy the nice things. Don't reserve the nice things for a special occasion or for some time later when you think you have more time or when you think you'll be more deserving of it. Just don't, okay? There is no shame in having pleasure and in giving yourself amazing experiences every day. There is no need for an occasion, sis. You are the occasion. 
okay? Your, your breath and your very being, your life, you being present on this planet is the occasion. I don't get why we have this culture that's like, don't, don't go and stay at a hotel or don't book a massage unless you really deserved it. Like, girl, you deserve it. Full stop, period. And I just feel like there's such a culture around shame that, uh, around pleasure that almost shames, you know, like having too much of it. And I think it just comes from this hustle culture, this very masculine culture of you need to be on all the time. I'll, I'll rest when I'm dead. And, you know, it's just like, it's just toxic. And so anyway, that comes, kind of comes back to my vision for Coaches Accelerated and what I want to help coaches do create lots of money, make lots and lots of impact in the world without having to burn themselves out. And I think that you get to live a life that feels effortless. I was telling my partner, like, all of the things that happen in your life that feel like a surprise because they happened too easily, like he's supposed to be selling his car, right? And he didn't even put it out on the market. He just had the intention to sell it he wanted to get himself a new car and all these like you know just has been thinking about what he wants to do for himself and so he's like okay I need to sell my car he had the intention to do it somebody heard about it in his workplace asked him and then decided to buy it like it was literally that easy and he was saying like I I don't understand like it just happened so quickly and and what's even better is that like I get to have my car for longer while I figure out what to do and what 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 car I want next I get to have my car for longer but I know somebody's gonna buy it It, it's already like agreed on right it's like these things that happen that just feel so effortless and easy they tend to surprise us because they don't happen a lot and it kind of just feels like it's a miracle right that's the way we would categorize it but I believe that we are meant to have that experience as humans. We are like, I believe that we are souls living in human bodies. Like our actual being is, our state is we are a soul, right? And we've, we're just living in human bodies on earth temporarily. And I believe that we belong to a bigger picture than just like this message and this this routine this structure of like work eat sleep repeat right money and the and the chase for money and the pursuit of all these like things like the american dream and and the stable job like these are just things that constructs that we live in especially in the western world there are entire societies and cultures all around the world who live under a very different narrative and purpose their goal in life is not to accumulate wealth or to have a, a, a high-rise building and penthouses. Like their goal, their ultimate goal is to be with family and to enjoy and to be one with the land. Like and to be led by intu- intuition and not like they don't have governing structures and money. Like there are entire cultures and societies that have functioned without any of these things. And we just think that this is how it is and how it is supposed to be forever. But we have an entire other part of us that is intuitive, that is playful. And I think that as 
like the purest that we ever get that is when we're kids and then it's just conditioned out of us and so like the reason why I say all this is because I want you to go and enjoy the nice things don't reserve it I grew up in a household that literally put plastic on the remote of the tv (laughs) controller (laughs) and I just find that so funny like it was nasty like there were bubbles and holes on that plastic but it that it would never be removed there was no way that was ever coming off there would be plastic sheets over our uh, microwave buttons and they were so ugly but there was no way mom was taking those off like we had this household that was like you reserve nice things for one day right you don't use the nice plates you only use them when the special guests come but like that was one in a once in a million right or there was this um there's an experience that I've had where I've reserved like hand creams and candles (laughs) you know those like really expensive ones that you get I have reserved them for a special occasion but I forget about them and they just end up going to waste they end up going off or melting whatever and I never got to enjoy the use of them and I just think like you know what today is the day go and take out the fine china Go and use the soap. Go and go and light the candle, sis. Right? Go and buy the expensive perfume you wanted and feel like a million dollars every time you smell it. Right? I even do this with clothes. I was telling my sister, because um, if you've been following me on socials, she's moved in with me and now I have a roommate. It's wonderful because I used to have a two-bedroom apartment on my own and it was great for a while. I had it as my office, but I just stopped using the office because I didn't really need to and I would just work from the couch and it just start the the house started to feel a little bit empty and I needed socializing so when my sister moved in it was a good time um but I was telling her like you know what I am not a person who spends on clothes and accessories like I find it crazy that people spend like $800 on shoes or would buy like a thousand dollar coat right and I just like I never understand it I mean I think it's definitely my goal to be able to expand my my capacity to spend as well I have goals for how much I want to be able to spend Um, and that's part of abundance guys I never thought I could do that (laughs) but hey you can and so I was just like, it's so hard for me to spend on clothing or nice clothes. And when I do, I feel so guilty for it because I'm the, the bargain hunter in me is literally like, why would you spend like $100 on that one shirt when you could have bought five for the same price, right? Like, bro, this is like, this is a lot, but I can unpack it in another episode for you guys, but this is the broke girl mentality that I had growing up and it's kept me alive. It's helped me to survive, but it ain't going to help me get to where I need to go. And so I'm learning to do away with it. And a part of the practice that I do is I go and enjoy the nice things. I don't reserve dining at the restaurant I want to dine at. That's really, really nice for special occasions. I just go. I don't tell myself, no, 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 I had a coffee yesterday. I can't have a coffee today. I get the coffee because it's about how it makes me feel feel and if I can have that feeling of I'm elevated I'm worth spending money on I am a special occasion (laughs) like I walk around like I'm in the clouds like I walk around like completely in belief of myself and having my own back and that changes 
the energy that I put into everything I create and it changes the result I create, right? I sell from a higher place. I sell from belief that I'm worthy of making money, that people love to learn from me versus can you buy from me, please? Are you interested? Like, no, we don't want that. We want women who roar. We want women who like know their worth, who give themselves the nice things and they don't reserve anything because they know that this day could be their loss. That's the kind of living I'm here for. All right. Okay. The fourth thing is a a little bit more specific to business. A thought that I've had recently is the clients who are meant to be my clients will come and they will come in their own time. This includes the clients who continue with me. It's just, I'm going to go ahead and say it's very normal for people to sign up for coaching and to flake out or to cancel and change their mind. We are in the transformation industry. And my partner, he's a personal trainer and he owns a gym. He tells me it's so common for people to be like ready and ready for hot girl summer and then dropped off by like a month later, ready for the new year resolution and dropped off by February, right? Like this is just how people are when it comes to setting goals, when it comes to changing their life, because transformation is a scary thing. It's intimidating. Now, I don't believe I don't choose to believe that or focus on that about every client, but I'm just aware of it. And so my thoughts lately is that if I have a dry spell for two months and no clients come, I'm going to let that be okay. I used to use 30 days at a time, like every month as a benchmark to measure how well I did. But doing that is so freaking stressful because Like for two months straight, I could have a dry spell and make it mean that everything is falling apart and I'll never be successful. Or I can just not look and just focus on doing what I need to do and check every three months or every six months instead. And instead, I'm I'm comparing this quarter to the last quarter versus looking at week at a time or month at a time. Because that's just stressful. But so many of you guys are doing that to yourselves. And I just want to tell you, please stop. Because it's not helping you. It's making you have such a terrible experience with your business. And it's forcing you to go through this up and down emotional roller coaster when you don't need to be. Results are not linear. So stop expecting them to be linear. Guys, so for me, like to be, to allow clients to come when they come. And for certain clients to say no and to leave or to to have whatever thoughts and experiences they have has really just allowed me to like be okay with however many clients I do have. I used to have these arbitrary numbers in my mind like as long as I have 10 clients at once or as long as I have five one-on-one clients at once then I'm doing well then I'll be fine but if I have three clients at the one time why is it that I'm not fine? It's because those arbitrary numbers have just like been made to mean something. I've made them mean that I'm safe, that I'm good enough, and that's just not healthy. So a side note to that one is stop attaching meaning to numbers and arbitrary goals, okay? Your best clients are the ones you have right now, and the ones who are coming to you will come in their own time. Enjoy the journey, right? Enjoy 
and serve with serve your little heart out for the clients you do have and stop making a problem that you don't have more because when you serve these clients well you will inevitably attract more right faithful with little faithful with much i believe that principle to be true if you can steward what you have in front of you well life will give you more of it okay and if you don't if you're constantly unsatisfied and seeking more you won't get more you'll just lose what you already have and you'll repel the more that you're supposed to have okay all right the second last thing kind of tying back to covid but also tying back to just like in general because i've been working on my health and fitness as you know i train as you know i i love all of it i love the health journey i have a separate account for it like you know we love lifting and it has taught me a lot i've had a few like niggles or like things go wrong in my body i don't want to say wrong but you know just like things happening in my body where you know it feels like an injury or it kind of is a little bit debilitating to do certain movements and this just it's just part of what happens when you you you're an athlete right your body will get worked and then you'll need to rest recover and then you get stronger like there's a cycle to it all but my health has really taught me some things recently and one of them is that like injury is humbling and injury is an opportunity to come back stronger i kind of think of it as failure even though injury isn't really failure but you know like when you get injured like yeah it sucks it puts you out for ages it humbles you it makes you realize that you're not bionic and <laughs> you aren't invincible it forces you to relearn basics i had to relearn basics of a tech of deadlift technique and i've been deadlifting for like almost two years now and i had to go through this whole block of just rebuilding because my body just it just kept using like lifting inefficiently and causing a lot of problems so i had to relearn everything and it was so humbling but what i learned in that as well is that it's an opportunity to be stronger because when you get injured your body repairs itself and it actually prepares your itself to become stronger right and and that's just how it works as much as you don't want it to happen failure and pain and injury is going to happen but you can look on the bright side and tell yourself you're going to come back stronger because of it and just focus on being present with where you are. If what you need to do is slow down, relearn, rebuild, pick up the pieces, like be there. Don't be compare don't be putting yourself through this whole experience of like comparing yourself to what you should be and where you should be by now and where everybody else is. Like it just doesn't serve you, okay? Your health is not an inconvenience. There's no timeline for it to need to be better by this day or else. Life is 50-50. Your body is a human body. And I think there's a lot in that for us to learn, right? Nature has its own way of doing things. We are not in control of that. Life is 50-50. And again, we live in a culture and in a society, specifically Western society and the hustle culture that says we can plan for things, we can strategize for things. And if we can be strategic and we have all the data, then we can control the outcomes. But that is all false we actually cannot we never can right everything is always 50 50 there's no such thing as stability 
right? We think that a nine to five is more stable than entrepreneurship. Your boss could kick you out anytime, right? Like you could lose your job. You could be made redundant. And we've seen it happen time and time again. It is not more stable just because you work X amount of hours at the same time every day, five days a week, doesn't mean it's more stable. It just means you have more of a routine. Stability and peace comes from inside you. It comes from like what you birth within your own human spirit. You get to give yourself peace every day. You get to give yourself calm every day. What you focus your thoughts on is what creates everything you're seeking for out there in the world. Your thoughts are the only thing that can create stability. So I want to invite you to practice finding it within yourself and not in your circumstance, not in your business, not in your clients, not in your job. Anytime your brain wants to go back to the old narrative and tell you that, you know, you you don't have stability here and and you need to go and do this instead remind it that you are the stability you create it for yourself and you ain't going anywhere don't do things out of reflex because society told you be intentional choose to stay planted in your business choose to keep doing what you're doing because this is how you define stability Define success for yourself. Stop letting the world tell you what success means. If it's not money for you, then don't let it be money. Don't make your decisions because you have money or you don't have money. Make decisions because you just want to, right? I think like we often deprive ourselves of certain things like eating out at places or even traveling because we think that, you know, the reason what allows us to say yes or no is how much money we have. I've been changing that narrative for myself, right? I've said yes, and I didn't have money. I've said yes, and it's made me broke. But I'm like, that's that's because what I value is the experience of traveling. More than the money, my narrative of success and having an abundant life is not having a massive account, at least not right now. It's having these experiences in my 20s and having adventures, leaning into trust, right and it's and and life has rewarded me for it this doesn't have to be your narrative but like for me that's it that's what i'm doing right i'm actively reworking the things that i that society and culture has conditioned me to believe and so i invite you to understand and to and to grasp this concept for yourself i know it's a little bit complex but just message me on instagram if you want to talk about it i can help you with it okay The lucky last thing, okay? I know this episode has been a little bit long, but I hope you've enjoyed it. I I personally have, okay? The last one is to build structures and trust them when it's time to. For me, becoming unwell is something that doesn't happen too often. But in the last six months, I have had times where I've had to step away from my business and like let's say when I travel um sometimes I take calls but other times I don't and just like this week I didn't take calls I canceled all of them and I did I usually like would feel so stressed about everything needing to stop while I was 
on vacation or while I was sick, whatever. My business used to be so heavily dependent on me. Um, and that's not a problem. Like, I think we we all start off there and that's where, that's where you have to be in the beginning, right? But if you can focus on building structures, building systems, and I'm not talking about having a team. You don't need a team. I posted about this on my story recently. The reason why I'm able to step away from my business and still have consults booking, content going out, clients being served. It's not because I have a team. It's because I, like, with or without the team, I've created systems for me to be able to have a month's worth of content already ready to go. Um, I've created content in my program that's evergreen where clients can go to it and, you know, I've allowed them to access replay so they can listen back. Like, all of these things, right? They didn't happen in an instant. I've been building them for the last two and a half years in business. But this is what it looks like to build structures. And then when it's time to actually trust the structures, if I didn't trust the structures, what I would have been doing is I would have been so worried about, you know, oh my God, is the content that I scheduled? Okay. Like I'm going to go check Instagram and then I'm going to go message my client. And it just defeats the whole purpose of like preparing and having systems in the first place because I'm in scarcity and I'm in lack of belief that things are going to be okay. A lot of it just comes from trusting, which I think is really a muscle that just doesn't get practiced half the time it needs to be in entrepreneurship and for a lot of coaches. So um, a lot of this, yes, might be you might need direction with how to direct your energy so that your business is in that position so it can hold you when you need to be away from it. But it's also just practicing that muscle of trust. And you can do that every single day, just like how, say, you post content. You don't need to be checking who liked and commented on it. And if anyone messaged you and following them up, if they commented, like, you don't need to be doing those things. Trust, I believe, is allowing that value to exist in the world and just continuing to create more value and then just letting whatever comes from it to come right? It's like not getting all micromanaging about it. So I think you can practice this in, in many different ways in your everyday life and in your business. And I invite you to do so as well, because it truly will change your experience. It will feel like you actually have more space in your, in your day to like do things and, or to just be, and like to be bored instead of like, I need to do this, I need to do that. It's just like very frantic experience, which I think is so common for coaches, especially if you work from home and you do this full time or you want to do this full time and all you can think about is your business. I will have to say though, that this work does take time. Like I said, repetitively over this episode, I have been working on this for the last two and a half years this is work that I know I'll be working through forever, my whole life. And I'll always have a coach to help me work through this. And these are the things that ultimately make the biggest difference. And they're, they are what make you the most money in business. It's never the strategy. It's never the process you're learning. If you have a process, great. Stick with it until it starts making you money. If you don't, like, come work with me, join Coaches Accelerated, learn my process. But all of the other stuff that boosts and makes your success scalable, sustainable, and makes the journey enjoyable as well is ultimately who you're being. And that's where the value of coaching comes in. That's where accountability 
cleaning out your brain, unpacking where you have made things mean certain things, like uncoupling things, removing all the conditioning that's been going on in your mind for years, like that's getting in the way of your success. Like all of these things are the things that I work with my clients on in the coaching part of of my support. So if this is you and if any of these truths have really hit home for you and you're like basically at that point where you're like, yeah, I know that I have value to bring. I know that I can um, I can make a difference in people's lives and they work with me, but I also want to have an experience in my business where I can rest, I can enjoy my life, I can be the reason for a celebration, I can allow things to come when they need to come and I'm at peace with results that I have and results I don't have like if that's the level you want to go and you want to elevate to that to that state while you build your build your business number one I want to tell you is the most profitable way and the most fun way to make money number two I want to invite you to message me book a consult and let's see if we can work together because I want to help you to make money to be successful but to do it effortlessly without having to burn yourself to the ground doing so. All right, my lovelies, I really enjoyed this couch conversation and I hope you did too. Message me on Instagram and follow me there for updates. All the details will be in the show notes and make sure you reach out to me if anything here stood out to you and if you want to have a chat. All right, guys, I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. If this challenged you, encouraged you, or inspired you in any way, share it with me. I'd love to hear what you got out of this episode and support you in applying it directly to your business. If you'd like to learn more about what I do as a business mentor, follow me on Instagram and click the link in my bio to sign up for the free masterclass. That's right, totally free. I've put this together for you. It's a 60-minute training jam-packed with everything you need to know about my story and how to start up, stand out, and sell out your coaching through social media, even if you are a brand new coach. Thanks for tuning in this week. I'll catch you in the next episode.